Hope FM News. ESCOM will start Stage 2 load shedding at 8 this morning and continue until 10 tonight. The power utility will cut 2,000 megawatts of demand from the ailing grid. It says it will use the weekend to build up diesel stocks and dam water levels for open cycle gas turbine plants and pump storage schemes. Six people have been killed and three others injured in a head-on collision between a bucky and a vehicle on the N2 between Dutiwa and Mutata in the Eastern Cape. The injured have been admitted to the Nelson Mandela Academic Hospital in Umtata. Police are investigating the cause of the accident. The EFF is approaching the Constitutional Court about their ejection from Parliament. Party MPs were forcibly removed from the House of Assembly after repeatedly interrupting President Jacob Zuma's State of the Nation address with questions about Nkandla. Party leader Julius Malema says they want the Constitutional Court to declare the involvement of police in Parliament unlawful. Next week, lawyers are busy now drafting the papers. We want a declaration on police entrance into the chambers. The Constitutional Court must declare that unconstitutional. The United States has confirmed that Islamic State militants have captured the town of al-Baghdadi in western Iraq, close to a U.S. military base. Eight suicide bombers managed to get into a sprawling Iraqi military base where hundreds of U.S. Marines are training their Iraqi counterparts but were killed by an ISF counterattack almost immediately. The BBC's Naomi Grimley reports. President Obama is insistent that Islamic State fighters are being stopped in their tracks. But now it seems the town of al-Baghdadi in the Iraqi province of Anbar has slipped into enemy hands after weeks of fighting. The Pentagon says its capture needs to be put into perspective. But already a group of militants has tried to launch a suicide bomb attack on a nearby airbase where U.S. Marines are training up local forces. Instead, Iraqi forces managed to fend off the attackers by themselves. And finally, 15 couples will tie the knot today in an annual Valentine's Day ceremony on the iconic Robben Island. Robben Island spokesperson Quentin Nchiala says the tradition was started 15 years ago and is arranged through the Department of Home Affairs. Former President Nelson Mandela was imprisoned on the island for 18 years. It was also used as a leper colony between 1895 and 1961, as well as for the mentally and physically ill patients. Mchala says the holding of wedding ceremonies creates a positive significance for the island. Robben Island is historic and it's, it's a place where people were banished to during the time of when it was still a leper colony. Couples would actually come to the island together. Husband and wives would come together, and this is this is, would be basically their final resting place. Now we we use it to celebrate love. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Amy Bishop. From leper colony to prison to wedding chapel, that's interesting. Good Hope FM.